From Smashing the Plateau, I'm David Schreiner-Khan with Going Solo. In this show, we discuss building your own successful business after a late career job loss. The candidates I've worked with that have made the transition faster is to focus on bringing in, in the money and not to get caught up in the so much on the infrastructure and the operations piece of it. Today on episode 65 of Going Solo, I'm speaking with Liz Kapantz. Liz helps professionals navigate transitions from employment to entrepreneurship. In this episode, we discuss what you need to do to make money as quickly as possible as a new consultant or coach in your field of expertise. Stay with us to hear all the details. If you'd like to share your story on Going Solo, please get in touch with me at smashingtheplateau.com. Now let's welcome Liz Kapantz. Liz is the founder of EBC Associates, a consulting, networking, and search services firm. The business is a global network of affiliate partnerships to drive growth, and Erudite's networking group was formed as a subsidiary. Liz is actively involved with a number of associations, certification as a women's business enterprise, Women's President's Education Organization, Manhattan Chamber of Commerce, and she is a Strategic Alliance board partner with the Entrepreneurs Organization of New York. Liz, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, David. Great to be here. Uh, it's great to have you on. So, Liz, you've done a lot of work with high-achieving professionals who are launching their own consulting or coaching business following a late career job loss. What do they need to do to develop their new business as successfully as possible? Yep, great question. So a lot of these highly successful candidates that uh, come from a corporate background get to a point where they do make that transition and take actionable steps towards that new business venture. I would say uh, a couple of things is researching the market that you are planning to launch your business in and have a good idea of what, what to expect going into it so that you are knowledgeable about what you're going to do and be able to execute on that with a business plan. Secondary to that is to be successful and going that entrepreneur route can be uh, very isolating. It can be a very lonely venture. And it's paramount to have a support network in place, other uh, owners, other founders of their businesses that are in similar uh, roles that you can meet regularly, provide referrals, provide uh, strategy advice is really uh, critical to, uh, to to getting it off the ground. Now, for somebody that, that's going into, into business for the first time, in the same field that they've been in, what I've seen is they often think they know the marketplace because they've been working in that field for a long time. Um, often it's you know two decades or more. Mm -hmm. Yet they've never run a, run their own business before, and they've never had to market and sell before. So although they they may know the marketplace, they have never had to really do market research. Correct. Yes. That's a great point, David, that you bring up because a lot of these people are experts in their field. But then when you do make that transition, not only doing the market research and having your business plan, you're also tasked with the infrastructure of, of getting the business off the ground. And then 
the marketing and selling piece. And oftentimes it's, it's a lot of things happening at once. And then you really need to uh, focus and, and the, the candidates I've worked with uh, that have made the transition faster is to focus on bringing in, in the money and not to get caught up in the so much on the, the infrastructure and the operations piece of it because you can ultimately get all those those aspects of of, of starting and, and launching a business can be overwhelming. But at the end of the day, when you look at your month and know and plan accordingly how much money you're you're looking to generate and to bring in, really the focus needs to be to be there. Let's actually talk a little bit about this. So how do you focus more on bringing in the money? Yeah, great, great question. So again, when you're when you're starting with the basic fundamentals of thinking of your website or thinking of other resources that you need to get started, is to depending on your background and skill set, is to reach out to your former peers and colleagues that you had uh, from your corporate world, your corporate job, and and tap into those and share what you're doing and your new venture. And then the infrastructure of, say, setting up your website and putting all those other things in place still needs to happen. But the primary focus needs to be on connecting with those people that you want to share your new business with, that know you, that have done business with you in the past. And don't get caught up in so much because a website can take a lot of time. I know myself, I went through that. It took much longer than expected. And I know, and I've seen people that have gotten sidetracked with doing those those operational pieces, right? So if that explains it. Yeah, and it's funny that you mentioned the website because I've had this conversation with a lot of consultants, which I say to them, why do you need a website? And um, it may be the first time they've been asked that question, mm-hmm. but the reality is for somebody who's an expert in his or her field, becoming a mm-hmm. consultant, the website is probably not the activity that is going to actually result in sales, especially at the beginning. Correct. Yes, I, I, I would agree with that. And people at, at that juncture in, in your career know you, know what you do, know what your work is, what you're capable of. So you already, to some extent, have that recognition in your field of business. And so it's really paramount to contact and to get in touch with your network, your peers, maybe it's mentors to really hit the ground running and to to bring in income, to bring in revenue and not uh, worry about, like you said, uh, the website. Absolutely. So Liz, who have you seen who's done a really great job of focusing on the money and bringing in healthy business early on? Yes, I have worked with a number of candidates and, and especially now with COVID that uh, it's, it's accelerated entrepreneurship has really increased uh, just over the past six months. So uh, one example is someone that comes from the, uh, the financial services uh, industry and has made the transition fairly quickly into becoming a, an executive business coach. And I will say this one individual, you know, so many times people dwell on things and think about them and overthink them too much. And this one particular person took action very quickly and made that transition really by, and that was a a, a really a total pivot into a a whole new career area in, in coaching, but made that pivot quickly, took action 
and really has learned and is learning by doing and not just by thinking about this and that and how do I how do I make the transition and is is the website in you know in place and what's my logo and what's my tagline you know again those are important things but this particular individual took action and just jumped into it by doing and has been very successful in in that approach mm, and what kind of action was most helpful in in actually just bringing in business yeah great question putting together the modules and the workshops in this uh, particular area of of business coaching and tapping into his network of contacts that he had existing from his previous position and making the introduction of his new you know his new business these people that know him he had the relationship with so they're 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 taking the meeting from him they're taking the call and it's it's building uh, from there for the past couple of months. Right. So some simple steps like here's what I'm offering. Who do you know who needs this? Exactly. And putting that into place. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And for those people that have really tapped into their relationships effectively, mm-hmm. what kinds of frameworks have they used? What kinds of techniques have they used, et cetera? Mm-hmm. Yeah, great question. So this particular person is fortunate because they had a network that was in place that they had kept and had and maintained, but also being strategic about approaching those people that you've worked with, whether it was a previous customer or client or maybe a colleague or a peer. So having a really a strategy behind uh, that outreach that you're going to do, it's really a business development process, as you know. And so people that you have a strong connection with, they may not respond immediately, but to always have that follow up, sometimes it might take five or six touch points before that person might respond or might recognize, oh, this person is doing something else now. So it might take a little bit. Some people would respond faster. Others, it might take a little bit more to adjust to that, but nonetheless, taking action and making that introduction. And also, most important, having the confidence to do that. A lot of it is really the confidence and the motivation to make that shift and, again, learn by by doing and taking action. Mm. Liz, since, since tapping into your network is so important when you're starting your consulting or coaching business, following a long history of work as an employee, are there ways that you can combine your knowledge and your expertise and your discipline with your network to be able to create a business model that actually takes advantage of both? So it's not just focused on your your expertise, but it's also focused on who you know? Yes, absolutely. If you're making that pivot and your new business venture is a, you know, a progression of what you did in your corporate life, then it's very powerful when you have the network and you can launch that that business now that you you founded that you owned again because people know your work ethic, they know uh, your history, they know you have the relationship it can be sometimes a little bit more challenging if you're making that pivot to something that's unrelated to what you may have done in corporate. But again, very, very possible just having the confidence to do so, finding the resources and and taking action. Mm-hmm. What if you have a, a network that may be strong, but not necessarily tied to 
to your profession? Yeah, great question. So I would always recommend starting with who you know, and if they can't be a direct resource or not in line with that new business, always ask them for who you should be speaking with. And more than likely, people want to help, they offer to help, and so they can provide other names or other contacts that they can make that introduction, and then you build those contacts and that list from there. So, but always starting with who you know, and again, if they're not a direct resource, obtaining names and always asking for who else you should speak with. Very good advice. So Liz, in, in your own business, and your own professional growth, how did you become such an expert on relationship building and networks? So I'm very passionate about what I do, working with a variety and a diverse range of, of people, of companies, and how I can connect them, whether they're in a career transition or whether they're looking for that other uh, corporate role. For me, it's, it's about building that relationship and getting to know that person's skill set and then being out there in the market and, and always talking to other companies, other people where they may be aligned with this candidate and making that introduction. I'm, I'm very, uh, uh, what's the word? I love making that connection and, and, you know, sort of being that middle person that can, you need to meet this person and here's why and facilitate that introduction. So I feel very fortunate. I've been able to play a role in helping to shape careers and also work with companies as they identify new roles and new hires. Mm. And how did you end up getting into your business? Yeah, I had a friend uh, years ago, David, that was in recruitment. And I thought, oh, I know a lot of people. I could probably do that. And so I had applied for a position, uh, did my training, learned the fundamentals and got into the business. It's one of those careers, David, I jumped into and I never looked back and I never had a, a plan B. And I feel very fortunate again that I found something that is uh, meaningful, helping people in, you know, in that transition or helping businesses that might be looking uh, for certain skill sets. So it's, it comes very naturally. And I do feel very fortunate for having this uh, opportunity. It certainly is fortunate. Well, congratulations on figuring that out earlier on than many people do and, um, and being successful at it. Liz, who's your ideal client? Yeah. So for me, it would be Candidates that are mid-career that are either looking to jumpstart a business or maybe looking for another uh, corporate role. There's a lot happening in the market right now, despite, you know, the news might be all uh, doom and gloom, but there is a lot of activity. There's a lot of innovation. There's a lot of new companies, new technologies that are resulting out of COVID, this situation. So as long as you have your, your pulse on the market and you're out there, sharing your story, sharing your expertise, what you know. There's a lot of possibilities and uh, a lot of things, a lot of good things out there. So hmm. where do you see some of the best opportunities right now? Yeah. So technology, a lot of new, uh, for example, some of these, these uh, events that are now on Zoom, there's a number of companies that are coming up with, it's, it's uh, more of a gamification platform to be able to attend these live events. I've demoed a number of them over the past couple of months. Businesses, for example, in hygiene and cleaning, 
there's a number of new products and and things on the market that are related to, you know, cleaning and hygiene that's growing, sustainability still growing, healthcare. These are some digital marketing of course is is now growing because even if you weren't as much in the digital world a pre-covid now you really have to be visible and your business needs to be seen so you really have to go online and have that uh, that marketing engine going for you so those are a couple that come to mind mm-hmm. now relationship building also has made a shift you know so I, I know you're heavily involved in various kinds of networking activities there used to be a lot of in-person networking and now it's all online or, or just about all online, certainly. Can you talk a little bit about some of the shifts you've observed and, and where where the opportunities are for building relationships in an online format versus in person? Mm-hmm. Yeah, great question. I think the shift has, or the need to have a network and have uh, you know the door open a little bit if you're working and you're happy. You just you need to know what is what is going on in the market. I, I've seen an incredible increase in the need to connect and to network, even if you might be someone who might hate that word network. There's definitely been an increase in wanting that connection. You're working from home. You might be isolated. Maybe your job is not going great. There is a ton of online groups that are out there, either through LinkedIn or various associations. And it's really a matter of finding what fits for you. There's a certain, you know, personality and vibe to every group that's out there. It might even be an alumni association from your your college or high school. So there's there's a plenty of resources. I would always recommend, you know, going to visit several of them until you find sort of what clicks with you and then really focus on that group and building those those relationships and going from there. That sounds great. Liz, going back to uh, what we were talking about earlier, for somebody who's starting a consulting or coaching business following a late career job loss, what do you think is the first thing they should do when they realize that their job is ending and they want to be an entrepreneur as their next step? Mm-hmm. Great question. I would start with if they're going to continue on where from their corporate career and it's going to be in the same line of work, it's it's probably an easier transition by doing the market research, doing the outreach to uh, your contacts, uh, relationships, people that have worked with you, and again, putting a, a business plan in place and executing on that. Now, there's also, I know a number of people that can transition very successfully to the nonprofit world where you can still earn a you know a salary earn an income and there's many uh, programs that provide training to transition into nonprofits so you're still working uh, you're not running your own business but sometimes it's an easier transition than maybe starting your own business it's another option so I'll work with and speak with candidates on that too so but, but really, it's um, bottom line is having the uh, motivation learned by doing and not getting caught up in the, you know, in the operational and the infrastructure of all the other pieces that tie into that because it can distract you and take many more hours. And then at the end of the month, you realize you have a mortgage to pay or you have whatever and you need to focus on where you're, you're making money. Right, exactly. As you said earlier on, 
focus on what's going to bring the money in. Otherwise, it's not a business. Right. Yeah. And I think having having the motivation to to do that, it's, you know, one thing I've noticed is it can be sometimes very hard when you come from corporate. And again, whether you're shifting into a totally new line of work or continuing what your corporate role was, when you're in corporate, all the resources essentially are there for you. And the life of the entrepreneur is is 24-7 hustling, right? We're out there, you know, we're hustling, we're talking to people, we're getting our name out there, we're having to build that that client base and, and that's always changing. And so I know sometimes when you come from corporate and make that shift to that hustle mindset, it's not always easy to, you know, to to transition, some easier than others, but you know, kind of shifting that mind to, you know, eat, eat what you kill. I have to, you know, mm-hmm. I have to really build my is, is, you know, I've seen some, some people really do very well and others can struggle with it because again, they've, they've been in that environment where everything is there for them and it's just a different mentality, different mindset, but doable. It just, you have to, you have to make that, uh, that change in your mindset. Yeah. Look, you have to realize that every conversation could lead to an opportunity. Right. Right. Yeah. But Liz, if somebody wants to go deeper with what we've discussed today, learn more or access any resources that you have, where's the best place for them to go? Yeah. To contact me, it would be directly through my uh, email or on LinkedIn, on LinkedIn a lot, you know, usually on LinkedIn, either in mail messaging or direct email. You can always find me there and happy to chat further. And we will include the link to your LinkedIn profile as well as your email in the show notes. So if you want to go to our show notes and get those, you can get in touch with Liz. Liz, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us today and going solo and share your insights. Uh, You have a lot of experience with helping people through these transitions from from corporate life to entrepreneurship, which uh, can be very challenging. So I want to thank you for taking the time to join us. My guest today has been the founder and CEO of EBC Associates and Erudite's networking group, Liz Capants. Thank you again, Liz, for joining us. Thank you so much for for having me, David. I appreciate uh, the opportunity. When you visit the Going Solo website, you'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mentioned on the show. Today, we learned why you need to focus on what will bring in revenue and much more. If you'd like to share your story on Going Solo, please get in touch with me at smashingtheplateau.com. Remember to subscribe on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review if you can. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode.